right, so it's the second episode of the third episode. I published one earlier. Some of you might have heard it. Some of you might not have. It was a little erratic. I condensed it in this version. This version, this episode's a lot better, in my opinion, than the one... Oh, police. What's up, poli- what's, what's up, police? Hey, what up, police? Hey, it's the police again. What up, police? What's up, police? I'm just cruising by. Um, this episode, in my opinion, is much, much better than the first episode, or the second... Oh, man. Let's erase the whole thing. But if you heard it, congratulations as a secret episode. This episode is much more condensed. has a little bit more thought put into it. A little bit more time. A little bit better audio quality, I'd say, as well. But yeah, I just got kicked out of the car wash. I was looking, seeing a razor. Cold summer's day, fingers and thumbs. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Check one, two. Hey, everyone, it's Bling. I'm your host. Bling Bear Podcast. A couple of housekeeping issues. The first one is... It's late at night. It's 11.05 p.m. local time. Salt Lake City, Utah, Tuesday. No, Wednesday, November 16th, 28 and 22. Get the mics a little bit closer here. Um, housekeeping issues, right? There's a couple of things I want to talk about. One was experience that I had back when I was all in church boy, choir boy, and I'd volunteer and do stuff as a, what, first counselor, second counselor in the elders quorum, LDS church. And you'd have to volunteer to do church inspection, I guess, make sure people weren't there. Home, homeless people weren't sleeping there, using the church. Um, so I'm going to get into that. The other thing is, is I published an episode tonight and it was a little erratic. It was a little wild. I, I can condense it a lot more. It doesn't. It didn't have to be the the episode that it was. And I, I felt kind of dumb after I published. I was like, I just unpublished that. So I did. But the 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 gist of the story, the the, the condensed version is, I went to Little Caesars. There's like a mentally challenged girl child like coming at me, and I said, Get away from me. The mom couldn't restrain the child and kept coming toward me even after I moved around in the, excuse me, Little Caesars. It's moving around and the child kept coming at me. I said, get, get, get away from me, God damn it. And that's when like one of the people were like, hey, hey, come on, hey, come on. She's a kid, come on. And I, I, I realized that's one of the tactics I think are, that are being used here pretty frequently um, when it comes to like social engineering and I'll, I'll get into that right now. Well, here's that white Cessna flying overhead. It's, uh, yeah, going on its 11 p.m. flight for some reason, the same one. There it is. I refuse to believe that there's a pl- airplane that's, uh, keeping tabs on me. I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna entertain the idea. But I can't help but wonder sometimes because I wish that freaking damn plane was flying over. But, like, it was, I don't want to compare it to the guy with the overalls, the brown overalls and the dog. Okay, I'll get the leash back on. Like, I don't want to, but it, it was. I have to. Like, why is there a child getting close to a homeless person? Like, why is that? Who is allowing this to happen? Um, I'm not nice. I'm not friendly. I used to be. I think in that episode I talked about how much I loved putting glasses on kids for the first time when, when I worked in an optical store 
I'm still a certified optician by the American Board of Optician developed through 2023. One of my, the best feelings in the world is doing that. Like, their eyes light up. They take a, like, what? This is what the world looks like. Yeah, this is what the world looks like, man. Like, yes. This is it. You've been missing out. And I'm glad that I was here to, like, introduce you to it. It's It's an amazing feeling, but... Like, I'm working. I have a tie on. I'm long sleeve shirt, tucked in. I took a shower, freshly shaven, um, haircut. Not green hair. Well, green hair, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there. I, dude, I layered up tonight, man. I was layering up tonight. I, for, I, I just realized I didn't uh, finish my say by the bell thought from the first episode earlier today, so I'll, I'll get into that too. But there's no reason for anyone to let their child get close to a homeless person inside of a pizza store. There's not. Especially when he says, get away from me, and the child still comes like... And the homeless person takes steps back and does, takes action to get away from this child who's flailing about. And still the child's able to get next to him. Why? Why can't the parents, like... I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like, no. Get, get, get away from me. Hey, come on, come on. Hey, come on, it's just a kid, come on. It's like, I know what, like, I'm not an idiot here. I, I realize... Yeah, man, it, it's... Like, why are there pretty girls on buses getting close to me? in the back of the bus, sleeping bag homeless, carrying a sleeping bag, backpacks, like disheveled. Like, I'm going to sit next to him. Like, no, you are not. Why? In, in, in every other scenario, that doesn't happen. Anyway, airplane flying overhead. Yeah, maybe I'm just, yeah, I got my walls to build. Yeah, bachelorette, here we come. Well, I've got walls. My heart was broken one too many times. I built some walls. I can't let my walls down. I can't let my walls down. Because my heart's been broken too many times. I can't let my walls down. I just can't. Built up walls. My my heart was broken. And I have walls. I built up walls. It's not like that. I'm a homeless person. Get away from me. I don't want people close to me. I, like not right now maybe like, hey maybe later on we can get lunch sometime but not right now not right now unless i know you the efforts here are strange and i i can't reiterate that enough there's an f-35 that crashed here in salt lake or 30 miles north of salt lake and there's cars driving around with black tarps over squares and stuff that they have cargo things on top what's underneath those things why are they driving around in circles University of Utah police are corrupt for the record. You know, just a little bit ago, I was taking a little bit of a breather, taking a break in a field, an empty field. Uh, I'm in downtown. I'm downtown Salt Lake City here. And 
man, I got a lot to talk about tonight, I think. And this guy comes up to me. He looks like a decent look. Yeah, decent guy. Probably a nice guy, I'm sure. But he, he goes, who's that? Who's that over there? I tell him my name. My street name. Keep in mind. Say it's Blaine. He's like, oh, hey. And starts like kind of coming closer. And I said, get away. He goes, don't talk to me like that. And I said, I'll talk to you however I want to. He's like, I'll kill you. I was like, oh, yeah? <laughs> he starts walking off. I was like, dang it, man. I thought you were going to kill me. I thought... That sweet release. I thought it was right there. But keep walking, I guess. Oh, well. No, but one thing that happened tonight, and I mention all the time, like, being homeless is an uphill battle. It's a grind. Everything is harder. Everything is more difficult. I was kicked out this morning from the storage unit for spending the night there. Whatever. It's my first time there. Yeah, I didn't know. I guess I didn't know the rules. It's kind of an emergency, though, I would say. It's kind of an emergency. Um... It didn't make a difference whether I slept in there or slept outside. It's a freezer in there. It is a straight-up freezer in there. And it was cold. And um, it's cold right now. But I layered up. I don't get to that. But I went... I kind of timed it out. And I got there about 8.30 tonight. And I, from what I understood, I had until 9 p.m. But I got there on 8.30 tonight. I was like, okay, 30 minutes. Just grab what I need and get the hell out of here. And they wouldn't open the gate. It wouldn't open up. Said your designated hours, and I was like, whoa, 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 my designated hours. She gave me a warning today, and that's it. That's all I need. I said it won't happen again. I mean, really, unless there's a blizzard or something else is like emergency, I'm I won't sleep in there. It's fine. Like, I didn't know for sure, like what I could get. What? Yeah, it's not any warmer. There's nothing. There's no reason for me to stay there, besides like yeah, there's some blankets and like. uh towels in there but if i grab what i need then i'm fine i don't need to stay in there it's freezing but i was trying to be like kept out of my things from what i understood i could during a time frame that i i could gather those things and man it pissed me off it really freaking pissed me off so i called him up rang and rang and rang and then went to voicemail and i said hey this is bling I just tried to, I just tried to log in or whatever, get the password, the code. The gate won't open. It says I'm with outside of designated hours. I understood that I had until 9 p.m. Like, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to jump the fence and get my stuff. That's what I said. Like, I'm not going to die out here. I'm just not, like, I'm not going to die. I'm going to get my stuff. I'm going to get my sleeping bag because I need it. And don't worry like i'm not spending the night or i'm not sleeping in there but just in case like for the record like i don't know man it's just hard it's difficult as a homeless person what's the difference like i i came by last night got there 8 58 and now it's tonight at 8 30 and i can't get in last night i could and tonight i can't Desig- designated hours like my designated hours okay I was given a warning. It, it just sucks, man. It just sucks. And I was, I was so, like, frustrated. And I was furious. I was furious for a minute there. I was so just... One more hurdle. Like, okay, like, okay, what am I going to do with my sleeping bag? Like, what am I going to do? Where am I going to sleep? I don't have my sleeping bag. What am I going to do? I was like, dude, you have to have your sleeping bag. You're here early enough to it, go get it. And maybe it's that assertive masculine uh, testosterone... Thing that's happened since the aggressive con- confrontational 
like just assertive nature that I've got now and not taking anyone's shit, man. It's like, I'm going to jump the fence and get my, like, I'm going to get my shit. Like, that's, a, I'm going to do it. And you can't stop me. If the cops show up, if I was just like, hey, this is what I understood. I'm just grabbing my stuff. I'm not breaking into anything. I'm not stealing anything. It's frustrating, man. Kids, like, just at the little Caesars. By the way, I was able to afford my pizza tonight. Thanks to this podcast. I bought food tonight. I fed myself with money that I've earned through my anchor ads, my anchor commercials, my 30-second spots, babe. After the second segment, in between the second and third segment, 30-second spot, babe. What? Get that. We'll get some listeners. We'll get some unique listeners, and we'll just get some, we'll make some money that way. Yeah, we'll make money on our snag. Get some, make some money on the podcast, get some commercials going, get some other sponsors. Get some sponsors, Coors Light, Muddy Bears. Yeah, I wish. Coors Light, man. Kraft. The man with the golden voice. He's coming in hot. Kraft macaroni and cheese. Someday. Someday. Cleveland Cavaliers. Cleveland Cavaliers. Welcome, everyone, to the Cleveland Cavaliers Arena. We've got your man with the golden voice. Stand up. Say hello. Ah, oh, man. getting late anyways but i think i know where i'm gonna to sleep tonight and uh it's gonna be another church probably not which church oh wait come on i'm not gonna divulge all my secrets but probably a church i hope i don't get kicked awake hey get up get up there's no sleeping on church property call the police if you stay here forgot how friendly this church was. this is not a camping area go somewhere else so loving and friendly. Thank you. No, but uh, I ran into the person that I first met six months ago. I, I made a podcast about him even. Um, I said he's like kind of the leader, the commanding presence that he has. Um, I want to try and do an interview with him. <laughs> I have to figure out a way to talk to him and like um, present it in a way. It's like, don't worry. No one's going to find out who you are. It's, it's totally anonymous without being a cop, <laughs> seeming like a cop. But I really want his story to be heard and I want other stories to be heard. And I think if I can interview some coherent people out here, that it might be interesting. It might be kind of cool to hear that just the injustices, um, the, the injustices that they feel have happened to them and maybe injustices that, that they've seen or other stuff that they've experienced and have seen other people experience, I think would be a good immersive experience for my fans and listeners tuning in at home. So I'm thinking about trying to do that tomorrow. Uh, tonight, it's not good. It's late anyway. But I want to interview some people and get some good just stories. The only thing with that is I don't have editing software. I don't have a computer. I don't have... I can't sit down and edit it. And so, yeah, it's kind of... could be... Okay, let's start again. You said this, you said that. Like, I can't edit it out, really, so we'll have to start over. Whatever, just make sure you don't say this. I don't want to do that all day, so. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, just kind of a strange night, though, overall. Lots of just the same old shit, but, like, the kid at Little Caesars, 
just coming towards me get away from me and it's just the hey come on what's up come on it's a kid what's the deal like i mentioned earlier in the podcast i unpublished the episode that i unpublished earlier it's like the me too movement like i've never really i'm not a woman so i can't uh, chime in too much on that but like i could only imagine what it's like with like hand hand above the knee which is my my move watch a movie hand above the knee did she recoil did she not you know she into it um if she's not into it and she like kind of brushes my hand off hey fine okay that's it that's the signal that's all i need that's the communication i need no more you know but like i i could only imagine what it's like if i was put my hand above the knee brush it off hey come on what are you being approved for come on baby lighten up huh what's the problem you're not so friendly after all are you i thought you like that would suck man because like i've experienced that here when, when i tell people just leave me alone go away leave i don't know if they're part of the same group i don't care i, I i'm just i don't need to meet any more people in my life at this point right now Maybe later on. Yeah, let's go get some lunch maybe later on. Right now, just leave me. Go away. Get away. Oh, come on. What's the matter? I thought you were cool then. You're not cool. You don't want to talk. I can't talk to you. It's like, no. You can't. Like, that's my decision, man. Like, I don't care what your opinion is of me. I'm sleeping back homeless. I don't care what your opinion is of me. It, it makes no difference. There's no insult. There's no anything that you can do. Just get away. But still, it, it's like at the university. Well, we work for the University of Utah. We, we pick up trash in the church parking lot. Sure. Come on, bro. You want to... What's your problem, bro? Come on. Like, it, it, like how do you combat that besides just absorbing it and shrugging it off? Maybe flashing a blade or something. Yeah. Just like, okay, yeah, let's go. You want to go? Come here. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about your fake trash picker up your job. Your trash patrol. Let's talk about it. Let's call the cops even. Like, how, how do you navigate through all that? Just put down after put down. You know the truth. Like, you know what you've experienced and what you're going through and what the truth really is. And it's like, you have to convince others. And if, if you don't do that, it's, come on, hey, come on, what's the deal? I thought you were easy, hey, you friendly, huh? Just lighten up, everybody prude. No, like, just get away. Go away, like, just leave me alone for now. I don't want to, you are creeping me out. Your, your very presence, I do not like. Maybe you're a nice person, maybe not. I don't know. I don't care. I don't know you. I don't want to know you right now. So go away and just leave me alone. It's like you've gone your entire life not knowing me. And I've gone my entire life not knowing you. So there's going to be no difference in, in either one of our lives if you just leave me alone and stop talking to me and go away and just don't get close to me. But they tr- it's like... Um, it's trying to guilt trip you into, into feeling like you're a bad person or something. Like, I, man, back just, just a week ago, just a week ago, 
I, I open right up, tell you all about it, my story, and hey, this is what happened. So I'm, I went to school for this, and so I got this and got that. This is what I had. This is my old address. Like, I would open up to you big time just because I'm a nice person. Until I realized, like, it, don't do that anymore because it can be used against you. And not only that, like, it, 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 it's like a weakness. It's like a flaw. Later on, it might be okay. But right now, the way that the world is, the way that, like, the climate of everything is, this post-pandemic dystopian present that we're living in right now, like, it's right now. Right now. It's messed up, man. And we need to start opening our eyes and being a little bit more careful and conscientious about what we're saying and telling people and what's on our phones and what we're texting and who we're talking to, what we're saying at work, and just what we're saying on the podcast, like everything, all of it, all of it. You just be more aware. For example, there's a tow truck with its lights on that has had its lights on since I started this episode. Just right at the end of the street over here. There is a truck already on the back of it. I think you'll probably hear it drive by. In the beginning, the very beginning of this episode, I think you can hear it drive by. The tow truck that's at the end of the street. Why is it down there? It already has something on the back of it. There's a truck on the back of it. I don't know. But I've been aware of it this whole time. It's got its lights on. I'm not saying it's up to anything. But if you have a tow truck company... You can just do anything you want to. Just put the lights on, go anywhere you want to, and just pretend like you're supposed to be there. Like social engineering with a few props, it it can really just, you, you have such an impact on individual lives. If they want to, if they want to listen in or do whatever. It's messed up. Here's that plane, I think, too off in the distance that says them. Like the world that we grew up in, the world that I grew up in, there's ethics and morals, like morals, taboos, social taboos, even like you just wouldn't do certain things and you wouldn't expect others to do those certain things. And so when somebody else does do those certain things, you don't suspect it. You don't, you don't expect it. You don't suspect it either. It's like they can get away with whatever if it's that creeped out. If it's that unethical, that immoral, no one's going to raise any eyebrows because it's that wrong. So no one would do that. No one could possibly, no, no one with a good conscience could ever probably ever live with themselves if they did that. But they're doing it. And, and like, that's like kind of the weapon, I guess. It's like this immoral sort of stand against. American culture, I guess. It, well, <laughs> I don't know. There's an F-35 that crashed in Utah, in case anyone's wondering. About a month ago. Here comes that tow truck. Do you think it could hear me? Do you think it could hear me talking about it down there? Its lights are off. It's cruising by now. Kind of strange, right? Like, I'm talking about it two minutes ago. And here it comes. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense, man. The hypersensitive microphones, sure. 
it was pretty far away. I mean, that, 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 that is a hypersensitive microphone, indeed, if that's the case. But coincidence, three minutes ago I mentioned it, and there it goes, just right by, even though I've noticed it the entire time. It's had that truck on the back the entire time, too, so it wasn't picking up a new car. It was just down at the end of the street with its lights on, with its lights on, like it's supposed to be there. Do you think that truck is somebody else's? Do you think that truck is theirs? Stuff in the back, getting all the data. There's a campgrounds. I'm right next to the Campgrounds America, Nico's Restaurant. Over here in West Valley, North Temple and what? I don't know, Redwood Road pretty much. It's just kind of weird, right? I mention it and then it drives by. Oh, he's on to us. Oh, he knows. He notices us. He's... He's telling his audience about us. What do we do? Let's get out of here. Let's go. Or maybe it was just time. Yeah, timing. They're, they're, well, we got the truck. We got you know, another call. So we got to take this truck back to the yard. They've been there for 20 minutes. 20, 20 plus minutes. 20 plus minutes. So, hey, whatever. Whatever. I'm not going to say one thing or the other. But a little bit suspicious, I would say suspect even but that's what i mean like nobody suspects a tow truck company with their lights on like oh they must be picking up they must be doing something right they're not gathering data or listening into your phone calls or your podcast from a distance as you record it they're not doing that people don't do that what if they do though and like like, who's the first person that finds out about it? Because if they are, like, then we should be more aware of it. Instead of just saying, like, ah, they don't do that. That wouldn't happen. You're paranoid. You're crazy. Go talk to someone. Thanks, University of Utah Police. You need a ride? You need a ride there? No, not from you guys. Anyway. Is that plane coming off in a distance again? Taking off. Like, I remember when I was a church boy, choir boy and doing stuff for the church, volunteering, doing things, the LDS church, the Mormon church. And I remember telling, um, you know, I don't think I did. I didn't wake them up. I didn't. I didn't tell them they needed to leave. I didn't say anything. I think I just left them there, sleeping. I'm fairly positive that I did. Um, I was in charge of to, to, to patrol the building at night to make sure there's no homeless people inside. And it would get scary, man. Like, it just would. You, you'd, you'd, your mind would play tricks on you. And you'd get in there, you'd turn on all the lights and just say, hello, hello, and go through the church. But, like, towards the end of the church and you get to the chapel and, like, there's all these, like, nooks and crannies and stuff. And you just, your mind would start to play tricks and it, it would get scary. It would get scary, like, just right at the end. Like, okay, like, um, arachnophobia. When they're checking these, like, uh, like, these cups are hanging up, these, um, mugs. I think it's Lloyd, the, the police officer. I don't know who, which character it was, but they're checking these mugs. There's a whole row of them. They're all hanging up. So he tips one over and looks inside. There's no spiders. Tips the next one over and no spiders. And, like, starts, but at the very end, he's, like, going so fast. It just, it, it's your mind, man. There's no spiders in any of those mugs, none of them. 
but like the last four, you're convinced the spider's going to jump out. <laughs> just for whatever reason, that's just how it is. And, and that's how it was, like, going through the building. Was it building? In, I don't know. Building lockup or something like that. Some volunteer thing. And I was already doing plenty with the church anyways, but I was like, yeah, I'll do some building lockup, sure. And uh, I remember I went kind of on a date with, yeah, to do it. And towards the, like, I don't know. We're getting towards the end of the the building, the end, the, I guess the end of the date. It's like we're both, like, just clutching each other. Like, like I don't know. Like, like, hold me. Hold me. I can't look in the, I can't look in the chapel. We've reached the chapel. We've gone upstairs. We've gone downstairs. The, the gym, all the bathrooms. It's a chapel. Like, I can't go in there. We can't go in there. There's, some, there's just people waiting to attack us. Homeless people are just waiting with axes and hatchets, machetes. Like, no, there's no one in there. But I did see, you'd have to go around the perimeter too. And um, it was like a weekly thing, I think. You had to volunteer for about a week and you just every night just go cruise by. Um, and one night there was someone with like a, a white blanket just sleeping outside of the door. And I didn't wake him up. I, I stepped around them. I did, hey, you need to leave. Hey, go away. I remember just thinking like, okay, well, that's where they sleep. So it's startling. It's startling to see someone sleeping there, but I, I didn't wake them up. I didn't say anything. I remember I walked around them. And like the contrast between my personality and like my approach to people sleeping on church property, I think what I did was I kind of reached over them I, I was i made sure they were they were asleep i guess but just like looking at them i might have said like hey you sleep hey 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 and then i reached over i checked the door that they were sleeping in front of i just leaned over and just grabbed it and it was locked perfect and that was it i just tried my best not to disturb them but like the difference between my personality and the hey wake up wake up go find a campground go somewhere else I'm going to call the police. Like, that approach is not good. <laughs> I don't know how else to do it. It's no good. It's just not good. Um, there was that, that security guard that was like, just take your time, just relax, it's fine. Like, just don't camp out here. You're good, just, hey, you're good. Like, I'm not that, I'm not, just relax, Okay. As long as you're not camping out here, just just take it easy. Like, just relax. Like, really? Like, it feels safe here then. Like, that's why I stopped here. It feels safe. And so I'm just trying to, like, yeah, just relax. Take your time. Don't camp out. And you're good. Like, you're good. I was like, can you help me steal all this copper wire then? You know where to go to the best place to recycle some of the stolen copper wire? No, come on, you guys. No, I didn't say that. That wasn't what I was doing. Okay, I was stealing all the copper wire. I actually had a bit I was going to do on this episode. It's freezing though. The wind just started blowing in here. The bite in the wind is probably going to snow again. It's freezing cold. But I layered up. I layered up. I jumped the fence tonight. Got my stuff. Um, nothing happened. There was a car kind of parked down <laughs> where my unit is. And uh, they were parked down at the end there. 
just I'd probably watching my unit, make sure I didn't sneak inside. But like, I, dude, I need my sleeping bag and I needed to layer up. I said, I don't care like how thick or puffy I am. If like, the kid from Christmas story can't even walk, can't get out of my clothes. It's just like packed, just, <laughs> just freaking huge. But I was, I'm not going to freeze to death. That's such a lame way to die. And I refused to freeze to death. Man, I listened to um, one of my episodes about friendship. It was Friday, what, June 21st, I think, of 2021. 2021. Uh, one of my episodes from back then. I had Godric. Godric and uh, Eric Northman. Oh, man, I started crying tonight <laughs> listening to it because my, my podcast was so professional sounding. That was a year, like, that was a year ago, over, over a year ago. It was so, like, pro, and just, like, I remember thinking, like, no, don't waste anyone's time with the uhs and um, and, like, well, actually, then technically, uh, no. Like, everything was just so, like, concise. It's a, it's a podcast about friendship, and I thought you guys might enjoy this clip, and there's just no breaks in between. It's just, like, boom, clip starts. And I was, like, damn, I remember doing that. Like, no breaks, no, like, don't waste anyone's time. And it's, like, dude, like, look at you now. You're sleeping back homeless doing a podcast like but i bought food with it tonight i bought little caesars with it tonight took a little while longer being attacked by a freaking flailing child but yeah the podcast paid for food tonight and i'm so grateful for that i'm like so freaking grateful for that the listeners unique listeners telling your friends and stuff like i bought food i survived tonight because of you guys listening and it's what I'm saying, and there's interest in it. And there's um, there's people out there that care, I guess, that just want to hear what I have to say, and that that like it's amazing. It's like really amazing. Like, well, you're a professional podcast host, I guess. So bling, huh? Everyone, look at me. Who wants an autograph? <laughs> Going around. Who wants an autograph? You want an autograph? <sighs> man, oh man. But I listened to that episode tonight and because it, it hit me, like, for some reason, like, I, I, I want to give up sometimes, right? Like, just like anybody else. Like, just forget it. I'm done. You know? Like, just give up. I'm done. And for some reason, that clip just came to mind with Godric, because Godric did the same thing. If you're familiar with True, True Blood... Godric's a vampire and etc. Like one of the most va- powerful vampires. 2,000 years. 2,000 years alive. And all he has to do is wait for the sunrise. And that's, that's it, you know? And just the way he talks to Eric Northman, who's another... She just... Um, Alexander Skarsgård. Alexander Skarsgård. Super handsome, too, by the way. Man. I mentioned this in a previous episode. There's a game that you could play, like... If you were... Who would you? <laughs> if I was, uh, Alexander Skarsgård, because man, he's handsome, <clears throat> just freaking tall and mean and a mean, va- mean ass vampire. Um, like the way Godric talks to Eric Northman in that clip that I made on June twenty first, twenty twenty one. It's a Friday podcast about friendship so i thought this clip was like whoa like bling what's up pro wow wow it's professional this is a bling vera podcast you got that right and i just start talking i was like damn i'm not wasting anyone's time 
it's cool. It sounds good too. There's a lot of good, good pro, <laughs> pro audio gear back then. It's all gone now, though. Man. But for some reason, yeah, it came to mind, and just the most powerful vampire has been around for two thousand years. It's just like I'm done. And the way he talks to Eric Northman, just like, like I'll, I'll stop. Like, I won't let you die. I'm not going to let you die. And Godric's like, you just you have to let me go. And Eric's like, no, I will. Like, I will by force. I will. Like, Eric's a freaking powerful ass vampire, so he could probably he probably could by force keep Godric from being in the sun at sunrise Godric's powerful too it'd be a pretty good fight but Godric's like even if you could like why would you like why would you torture me even more it's like it's my time to go I've got to go like we've been through so much Like, I guess you just know. And it is cruel to keep. someone here against their will like no matter how much you love him you know you just gotta know when the time is right it's right There's nothing you can do about it. You can't go back in time. You can't change it. You can't... You just have to accept it, you know? And it sucks. Because I think a lot of people would probably blame themselves. I wish they could do something. We do things differently, you know? And that's just kind of how the cards... That's how they fell. I'm grateful for all the things that I have, though. Right now. Whether there's still opportunities out there or not. I'm okay with it. I'll accept it. And I'm grateful. Super, super grateful for my listeners out there. I was able to afford some food tonight. It was really, really cool. It tasted even better. Um... It tasted so much better. Just knowing that, like, this was my podcast that 
that afforded this. Like this is all the work that I've put into the podcast. I'm able to survive off of it now. If if even just for today, a little bit of money, and it felt really good. I'm grateful for that, and I'm just really happy that I know Salt Lake City and know. I wouldn't say it's a warm place to sleep, but uh, it might give the church a try. <laughs> try it where I saw that person sleeping before. I might go up there and, and check it out and see what, see what it's like. I might uh, include a picture in tomorrow's podcast. But thanks so much for listening. You guys are the coolest. Remember, you could always make donations to Money Science Game Master 5. Money Science Game Master, the number 5. Venmo at Bling Vieira. But tell all your friends, I really appreciate it. I, I mean, it tasted so good tonight. The Little Caesars did. And uh, regardless of all the other interactions and experiences, it, it was a, really kind of a, a uh, just like a surreal experience. This podcast paid for it. So thanks again. You guys are the coolest. Thanks so much. Good luck. Take care. There's this place inside Steak Centers at LDS Church Steak Centers. It's called um, oh, what's it? The the mother's the mother's lounge, nursing lounge, something lounge, mother's lounge, and it's like it's got couches, it's got everything. It's when you're when you're doing building lockup, lockdown, whatever date night, scaring yourself checking these checking the church building volunteering you get into the mother's lounge and like dude couches just your own bathroom if you want it just hey time to chill time to get the kids quiet the kids down sacrament time kids are screaming misbehaving where's dad at dad was at the bar all night saturday night so dad's not at church you got to all take the kids to church the kids are screaming during sacrament. You can't have that. Let's take the kids out. Dad's supposed to spank them. Dad takes them out the car, starts spanking the kids, puts their hands. Dude, I was acting up. There's that Cessna. There's that white Cessna. <laughs> oh, every time. I was acting up once during church. My dad's like, Bling, if you keep this up, I'm going to take you out to the car. I'm going to spank you. And this is Arizona. This is Mesa, Arizona. And I was like, Dad, okay, okay, Dad, yeah. Sure, Dad. Blink, keep it up. I'm going to freaking spank your ass. Like, I'm going to take you outside to the car. I'm going to spank you. Like, okay, Dad, sure. Whatever you say. I kept it up. Kept horsing around there in the chapel during sacrament. My dad just freaking yoinks. I go, Dad's got me. Where are we going? Out to the car. Oh, shit. It's hot. It's hot. Put your hands in the car. No, it's hot. I'm going to burn my hands. Put your hands in the car. I'm going to spank you. All right, <laughs> freaking whack, whack. <laughs> My freaking hands are burning on the side of the car. Like, ah, he wasn't kidding around. He wasn't kidding around. He was going to take me out to the car and spank me. It's hot. The car is hot. Just go back into the chapel. Just totally like folded arms. Totally, just totally behave. Reverent as shit. Most reverent child you'd ever see after that. Just like, ah, which hymn are we singing next, Dad? Which hymn was that? All right. 
follow the prophet, follow the prophet, follow the prophet. Like, I get up on stage, I'm just like, I'm doing the, the conductor, I'm leading the music even. The, the, for the whole ward. Yeah, my dad spanks me once and that's all it took. Go out to the car, burn your hands. <laughs> it's freaking ridiculous. <laughs>